haven't uh, <laughs> I still haven't like purchased any of my wedding pictures yet like <laughs> I've downloaded all of them but I haven't like purchased because I really want to get the book I want to get like okay. the booklet I want to get I want to get like a couple framed photos okay. and um yeah, and I, like a couple, like couple other things, but I, I swear I'm like I'm gonna do it one one of these days. I'm gonna like sit down and go through. There's it's so many be like photos. five years later before you have a wedding album. I know, right? But I'm like, okay, well, as long as they're up there, as long as I have them downloaded, like that's all that matters, right? I just love the photos; they're so good. And um, by the way, you have to tell people why you're telling me this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Um, because I. Photographed a wedding. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. Okay. They don't know that. Though. Yeah. Well, I was, gonna, I was gonna say that. I was gonna say that. But yes, Samantha has photographed my wedding, so that actually kind of leads me in. Um, hi, welcome back. And if you're new, this is Life and Art with Nicole, and I'm your host, Nicole. This is a weekly podcast where we discuss different lifestyle topics such as books, acting, film, television, music, art, health, wellness, and I'm so excited because today I have my friend. Samantha Everett here with me. Samantha is a photographer, world-class photographer. And yeah, we're just going to have a really cool episode where we just chat about photography and life. And Samantha and I have known each other for a very long time. So we'll probably talk about, talk a little bit about that. But when we come back in just a minute, um, we'll get going. So stay tuned. Yeah, so you said you're taking a break from photography this summer? Taking a break from life. Really? Period. Like, what prompted that? Burnout is real. Yeah. It's so real. Mm-hmm. Like, she just had, like, so many clients? Mm-hmm. Just everything. I was doing so many different types of photography, and then doing a lot all at once, and personal stuff on top of that, it's just, like, going to support all my friends, going to all their shows, their exhibits. And and then, like, when the world opened back up, I was like, okay, hustling when everything is shut down. It's like, okay, you're focused on this one thing, and that's all you give your energy to. But then when you are focused on that, and then now you have 50, 11 trillion other things to do for fun and all that, and then you're getting older, and you're tired. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. yeah. No, I feel you. Um, I took a break, like, what is it, between, like, pretty much last summer when I was mm-hmm. planning my wedding. I just was like, I need I need time, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm just now kind of getting back into things and, get, like, filling my schedule up and stuff like that. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard, especially when, you know, you have your own business because you have your own business. Yeah. And it's like you have to pretty much do everything on your own. I mean, you have, you have a couple assistants, right? I have help and it's like dire and I need help. Like I had to clear this whole room out last week and that took two hours. And wow. it would have been three or four hours by myself. And there's certain things I can't lift by myself. and things. So I have help when I absolutely need it. But for the most part, it's just me. And that's the other exhausting part. And people are like, well, why don't you get somebody to do this and do that? And I'm like, who? Who's yeah. supposed to do it? It's yeah. like magical person that can just do it for no money. Yeah, I know. It's like, no, that person's me. Yeah, no, I feel you because yeah. like when I, because I took a break from my jewelry business or my okay. jewelry company or designing jewelry for like years now. It's been like a couple years since I okay. even put out a collection because 
having to do, you know, all, yeah, all the marketing, making the pieces and then doing all the photography myself. Cause, mm -hmm. and then finding the models and, 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 you know, luckily like I could find someone that could do the makeup real quick, but, yeah. and then doing, and then doing all the editing and you, which you always mm -hmm. obviously know about, but doing all the editing, you know, and then putting all the pieces on all the pieces on the website, doing all the SEO, like it's hard. Yeah. And then shipping it all and tracking and exactly. payments and taxes. Mm -hmm. All the things that people don't tell you and they're like, you should have your own business. Right. <laughs> right. Totally. Totally. It is great. It does. I haven't had a nine to five in five years and I don't think I could go back, but it is not for the faint of heart. Yeah. At all. Yeah, it takes like a like a super creative person, but then also a super driven person and a person who is knowledgeable in business. And it's like, yeah, who has all those things? Right, very few <laughs> yeah. of us. So I feel you. I understand like the burnout. I understand like having to take a break. Yeah. Also, it's just it's fun. It's summertime. Right. Like I want to be at the pool. I want to see my friends. Yeah. I want to lay in the bed until. <laughs> yeah. Which I actually don't do because I have a garden, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's. I'm outside that's, every day. That's so. what I also wanted to talk to you about. Um, gardening, because we had we had connected on that I like know. a couple years ago. Yeah. And I finally have tomatoes. Yay! I have, to, I have a table full of tomatoes, which you know how hard that is. Yeah. Especially in North Carolina in this 100 degree weather. Yeah. What Which varieties are you growing? Do you know? So I don't actually know because I thought that I bought uh, a six cell of um, not sugar babies. What sugar? What are the yellow cherry tomatoes? Okay, yeah, I, I don't. I haven't sun gold. Sun, sun gold. Okay. I thought I bought sun golds. They are not sun golds. They are Roma tomatoes. Mm. I don't like Roma tomatoes. I don't. Well, I thought I didn't like Roma tomatoes because the tomatoes that you get in the grocery store are garbage. Yeah. This is the best Roma tomato I've ever had in my life. It's yeah. so good. I'm going to save the seeds because I'm definitely, I don't know what it is. Because I, I, once I realized that it was a Roma and not a cherry, well, I threw it away because it had the cherry tomato label on it. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, I know what this is. It's a sun gold. I don't need to keep this label. It's the only thing I'm growing. And then turns out it's not a sun gold. They're Romas. Wow. So I have no clue what they are yeah so they're like they're kind of oval like the sh mm -hmm. but then they're um yellow no no they're not they're oh red. they're red yeah they're just they're just completely mislabeled wow and i called the greenhouse i was like yeah so i bought sun goals from you that are not sun gold and i'm <laughs> like yeah we had a problem with that you've had a problem with that. <laughs> you're like well thanks for telling me now <laughs> but um yeah but, I mean, you know tomatoes is tomato it is it is as i mean long as it is disease resistant and will actually produce in your climate. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, there's like maybe tiny, like slight differences in taste because I'm growing, I'm, I didn't actually grow a lot of tomatoes this year. Like really? last year I grew really big, um, like huge, like literally I had five different uh, plants for the large, large, like three different varieties of the large tomatoes. And then I also was growing a Cherokee, Cherokee purple tomatoes. Mm -hmm. And then, and then I also had um, five different varieties of the cherry tomatoes, including okay. the Romas. And so, but this year I just, I started all my seeds and then like, I was just like, I don't feel like taking care of all this. Like, I really honestly don't. So I just started giving like the little baby plants away. Uh, I was like, here, you take, you take two and you take two. You get a tomato. You get a tomato. <laughs> you get a tomato. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's oh my that. God. Okay. So I have to tell you this. Okay. 
you'll appreciate this. Or maybe you will, maybe you won't. I don't know. Um, I hope my neighbors never see this, but I have new neighbors. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to give them a plant because I separated. I don't know those plants that are like, it's like a doll of saucer leaf. The leaf is round and they just hmm. shoot out and it just has all these flat round leaves on it. Huh. I don't know. I don't remember the name of it, but there's only like one plant like that. So you can like Google it and like put the little title whatever. <laughs> but yeah, so... I got one that had a bunch of little babies all in it. Babies finally grew up. I separated them out, repotted them. And then I was like, okay, this one's established. It's been separated out for a couple of weeks. I'm gonna give it to my neighbor. Told them, put it outside. It likes lots of sun. I did not tell them that it likes lots of water. Oh gosh. So every time I walk past their patio, I'm just like. Oh, and it's all shriveled up. The poor plant. Oh my goodness. And like I told them later, like, hey, you're gonna kill that plant. Give oh, it no. when it starts to go, yeah. give it some water. You'd be surprised how many people don't realize that they need to water their plants. It's weird. And like, and it's like, 100 degrees outside. Yeah, I, know, I know. And the pot is this big. The water is gone in yeah, a day. Totally. Like, you totally. have to water it every single day. Yeah, yeah. They think it's like an indoor plant that does it like a pathos where it's like, oh, yeah, you water it every two weeks and it doesn't care if it lives or dies. Like, no. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. definitely There's have to water your plants. There's plant parenting. Yeah, there, it definitely. I should have given them a snake plant. Which is easy to take care <laughs> yeah. of, right? But uh, yeah, I mean, that's how it is. Like I, I was out there in my garden earlier today and I, it, everything was dried up and I was like, shit, I get my hose and I'm just like in there, like watering everything. But, um, yeah. And I'm just like out there watering, but this summer has been really hot. Well, now the spring was good. Yeah. So spring for tomatoes. If you had kept your tomatoes, you'd have a shitload of tomatoes yeah. right now. Mm -hmm. But yeah, once July hit, mm -hmm. it was all shit. And also, it was it rained a lot. Did did you notice yeah. that? Yeah, so it was good and bad. Cucumbers taste great, mm -hmm. but all the leaves are mildewed. Yeah, all my leaves are yellow. All my all my cucumber leaves are my, for my old cucumber plant because I started two like three new ones. Because okay. I was like, what's happening here? And I just was like realizing that the it was just too much water. And a oh. lot of my plants, like I ha I got one zucchini this year. Yeah, and all got, the others. I've gotten one zucchini. That's it. And I'm, yeah. it's, it's just disappointing, but I mean, it is what it is. Everything changes every year. But, yeah. um, and I remember, I just have to thank you. Last year, you told, you told me to go to, I don't know, some farmer's market or something like that to mm -hmm. pick up seeds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got like a seeds. A trash bag full of literally seeds. Literally a yeah. trash bag full of seeds. And yeah. I, I feel like I have seeds now for like the next five years, mm -hmm. <laughs> like straight up. I have seeds for a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. That's how many seeds same, I same, same. I mean, I'm, yeah. and I'm then ready. And I still buy more because, because you know, variety. Right. And I mean, yeah. I just, I've got my whole like prepping station going too. I'm like, yeah. let me just make sure I have every single seed of every single yeah. thing that I you could know possibly need. I can't start. Like I have seeds I can start in ground, but I cannot start in like greenhouse situation. It just, yeah. those plants just don't ever make it. I don't know what it is. If I put it right in the ground, in water, it's fine, but if I put it and try and transplant it, it's like, no. Yeah, yeah. I um, which I want to do. I want some more cucumbers, but it's too late to put it. I can try and direct sow them. Yeah, you could probably do that. I think cucumbers and squashes will you can put seeds in still. Yeah, I just put some squash. My some my new sunflowers are about this tall. Right oh, nice, now. nice. The deer found them yesterday. Oh no! So. Deer eat sunflower. Deer, yeah, we can Sorry, eat sunflowers. 
Wow, I didn't yeah. realize the deer got the sunflowers too. Yeah, they ate the sunflowers and they ate the, only had three beans germinate out of like 15 that I put in the ground. So those beans, are, those seeds are no good, but they ate the one plant that was growing. So mm -hmm. it's like, okay, no, no more stream beans, I guess. I just discovered that rabbits have been eating my stream beans. I put a stories on it actually on Instagram. Yeah, I literally oh, you don't was have a fence. Because mm -mm. no. well, you know how like my back deck, it's just like oh, the yeah, back no, deck. Bold now. Yeah, they just come in, and before they would just kind of stay in the grass and mm -hmm. chew their grass and kind of stare at the green beans. But now they're like, shoot, let me just go up in there. <laughs> and so they've literally eaten. I have three whole pots of of stream beans, and they just gobbled them all up. And I caught them red-handed. I did a, I did a video of them. He's just out there, just like eating it. Like, you, you. It's so funny. Uh, my husband calls me Elmer Fudd because <laughs> I always like. Chasing out like the squirrels and the rabbits, and I'm like, I see them and I like rush outside. I'm like, get off my plants! <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, you're gonna have to put little rabbit cages around them. Yeah, yeah, I realize that next year. Yeah. Hopefully, next year we'll move, so I don't have to worry mm -hmm. about that. But, um, but I've always wanted to live in your neighborhood. Really, really, I almost bought a house. We were almost neighbors before I bought my condo. I was looking at it, and then it came on the market like. Yeah, like a year ago, but then it was gone right away. Mm. So it wasn't enough time for me to like think, well, do I really want to move? I don't want to move right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a cool neighborhood. It's like everyone's real chill. It, yeah. it, like it has that um, beachy kind of vibe. Yeah. Like everyone, like in the summertime, all the late, all the old ladies like ride by on their bikes to go to the pool. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like really kind of like, okay. But, um, but yeah, you and I have known each other for, my goodness, what, like 20 how many years? I don't even want to say it out loud. 25 yeah, years or something? 24. 24 years. Yeah. Or something like, yeah, yeah, because yeah, our- We met when we, we met in kindergarten. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've known you since kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> totally. But um, yeah, like what, freshman year in high school? Jeez, that's- No, like... eighth grade. Didn't you come in eighth grade? No, I came freshman year in high school. Oh, okay. Then yeah, 24 so, years. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy because I just, I just had- uh, are you going to the reunion? Well, yeah, I was just gonna say I just had I just had brunch or lunch or whatever with um, a couple people that we went to high school with, mm -hmm. and um, and they were like, yeah, we were all talking about like whether we were gonna go to the reunion, mm -hmm. and I was like, I was like, I don't know, like, because I, I think I went to the ten year or the five year yeah. or something like that, but I might, I, I probably will. If everyone else goes, I'll go. It'll be like, won't it be like 10, 20, 30, like all together? Don't they lump us together? I think so. Yeah, yeah it's gonna be a big group. Yeah, because it was a small high school, but, yeah. but, um, but yeah, when, but so anyway, so I was having lunch and I remember this, like, uh, it was Mary, but Mary had said, um, she's like, yeah, Samantha's, she always was, was such an artist and she would always, I always remember her walking around campus with like her art books and stuff like that. And I was, and, and it made me think. <laughs> It made me think back, and I was like, oh my gosh, yes, Samantha totally was doing that in high school. I was a total art nerd. Yeah, like for real. I was a band nerd, and art, or I was everything except a drama nerd. That's funny, and I was a drama nerd, but I wasn't like... Okay. You are not a drama nerd. There's a that's difference. true, that's true, because there was like, there was the people in the drama, or the drama, whatever, in department, and they were like the wall people. Remember we called them like the wall people, and they just hung out on that wall no. by the drama school? Like in the drama building I think or whatever. I was one of the. Oh, I was not one of those. Well, 
They were a different kind of high school classmate. But coming from the cool girl. <laughs> but I was cool with everybody. I mean, I was I feel like I was friendly with everybody. And because I was in all of the plays and the musicals and stuff like that, I knew I knew them. But it was like, yeah. oh yeah, they kind of hang out by the wall. So they, they were just like the wall them. people. Just I like, think I was like the locker people. Yeah, I think you were. And because you hung out with Abby a lot, right? Abby and Will yeah. and Brian and Sarah. Yeah. And you know all the last things that I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. I wish Will H, if he ever like sees this, I would love to reconnect with him. Like that was my buddy. Yeah. Remember that rap we did for No. Oh god, you're probably you're probably ditching. I probably was because I was like very rarely on, especially if it was if it was senior year, junior year, senior year. I probably was like not around. I think it was like sophomore, junior year. I don't think I would have done it my senior year. Was I it an assembly? Too, it was an assembly. It was a talent show, and oh we did God. we made our own beat. Oh my goodness! And our own lyrics and wrapped it. Somebody has that video. Please burn it. <laughs> Please it's not like so, send it to you, but burn no, it. No, burn it. <laughs> Please burn it. Me and long hair oh Will with his Jinkos. Wow. Yeah. Things oh, haven't yeah. changed that much though. Like I still Yeah. That's still my people's I mean I feel like person. I feel like there were like little clicks because you know, you had all the athlete guys. Mm -hmm. It wasn't really like the jocks and the nerds. Like it wasn't really like that in our school. I mean, we had yes, our little popular well, I mean, I don't know. I just, I just remember all the guys hung out on the fields. Remember, they would just no you, because I wasn't popular. I don't know where any. Of those I guys wasn't hung there. Out. I would. Those were all the guys where I was usually off campus. Like, yeah, you were. Just, we won't say what we were doing. Cause you were doing because your mother will probably listen to this. <laughs> but I mean, I would just like Rebecca and I would just be like, "All right, we're gonna go to Bojangles. <laughs> like, we're, we'll be back for the next because we didn't have class." How sad was it though that they tore down the mall right before we got? I know. Like, what in the world? Shout out to South Square. But do you remember we went on a field trip to South Square? Yeah, we went on a group mm -hmm. field trip. I remember because I went into Express with Thea, mm -hmm. and we were yeah, it was I like randomly a have a picture of Thea on the toilet. Okay, well, Thea, I mean, hey, reach out to Sam for this, for this, want this picture. You ever want this picture? <laughs> the things that you do in high school when, you, when you're, like, so, like, tightly knit with people, you have to take pictures of them on the toilet. Yeah, yeah. Man, I kind of, I mean, I'm glad I'm not in high school anymore. I enjoyed it, you know, but, like, I don't know. I always think back to those times, you know. Cause I think we can appreciate it now, seeing what other kids how their high school experience was and we were kind of like a family and they're like dysfunctional we don't always like each other family and mm -hmm. we want to like get out of this place yeah but it was a family like, it, was. it was really tight it was super tight because like every every um uh what dance and mm -hmm. all, everything i feel like we all were always there together whereas yeah. because it was we had a graduating class of what like 98 98 yeah. most people have a graduate i don't know i can't really speak and for most people six, but 56 or 60 something of us started kindergarten together including me yeah so half of the graduating class has known each other since kindergarten since diapers yeah i mean that's amazing and it's like and the fact that we all kind of came together and we still all hang out with well at least we know each other it's, yeah. we're cordial with each other and stuff whereas like i asked some people who about their high school experiences they don't want to talk about it they're like it was miserable mm. you know there were bullies this this and that yeah. i don't remember any bullies in our high school no, but we also had a really good class 
Yeah, we were like if you talk to our teachers, they'll tell you because I was a nerd that was friends with teachers, and they will tell you like <laughs> the year ahead of us, they were nasty to each other. Wow. Yeah, they're like you guys are the nicest class we've had in years. Oh. But I think it's because we all knew each other for like by the time we got to high school, we'd already known each other for was that ten years? Yeah. Or yeah, so, and I came in, I came in ninth grade, and it just it felt like I'd been there. Forever. like so many people like even you like yeah. you're like yeah you've been there since middle school I'm like yeah. nope I came in I high thought, school I definitely thought you were like I I have like images of you in my mind in middle school like you were definitely there you maybe there. in an alternate reality yeah we were I you was know there what in I remember school. what you were the girl so I'm from New Jersey and we had an elevator in my house I didn't have an elevator, but did I say that? Oh my goodness. I don't know. That was that is what I remember. Oh my goodness. Well, my neighbor had an elevator in their house, so it's possible I said that. that Yeah, I said my neighbor has an elevator in their house. Yeah, I think it was like the telephone game. Like by the time it got to me, someone was like, You know Nicole had an elevator in her house. And it was like not really not right. That's so funny. Yeah, my neighbor had an elevator in their house. Like, wow. <laughs> but but I am from New Jersey, and I probably did say that a lot because yeah. I still say that a we lot. We had some ridiculous houses up growing up. Like, I remember going yeah. to Joanne's house. Just been like, I love Joanne's house. You That's have a grotto. My my dream house, Joanne. Family. By the way, Joe. My dream house is like literally. I'm gonna find your parents' contractor and be like, design me like the yeah. same house because your house is gorgeous. It was so gorgeous. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Are they still there? Can yeah, I they're still visit? there. Can we go see? Is it Marianne? What's her name? Yeah. Is yeah. that her mom's name? I think it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> now, so her funny. I've known since. Yeah, she talked about you. Because yeah. I became really good friends with, with Joe, and we're yeah. still good friends. And, yeah. and like her mom has mentioned you, and she really, yeah. she really liked you a lot. It's so funny. We're talking about It's like, this is apparently a very impactful part of our life. Yeah. And we're like, we're almost 30. We're about so to. <laughs> We're totally almost 30. I'm holding on to that lie, by the way. That's my new... As long as my friends keep... As long as my friends keep forgetting that I am the age that I am, I will just be the age they think I am, which is 28. I have a lot. Well, that's that's the benefit of being around a bunch of artists. Like, there's so many different ages, and nobody cares. age doesn't matter. Like, you can hang out with a seven-year-old the same way you can hang out with a Mm 17-year-old. Yeah. If you're interested in the same thing, it's like, that trumps everything. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so, okay, so you have, do you still have your Instagram, the queen of vacations? So I, I just changed it to Samantha Everett Photography, and I still kind of regret it because I'm like, I don't need two photography pages. And right, because you have the shooting beauty also, right? Yeah, I have the shooting beauty, which was supposed to be photography, and then I just kind of forgot about the traveling page because we weren't traveling during the pandemic like at all. But, and then also, so don't do this. This is a cautionary tale. When this was uh, like eight years ago, I paid for a marketing service to like send out messages to people to get followers. So they would just like, 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 and comment and all this. And so like, I don't have bots following me, but I have people that aren't really my people, you know? So that, in the long run, ends up hurting you. So even though I have 17,000 followers, which is like, you know, it's cool. It's not a crazy amount, but probably about 8,000 of those people really don't care. Yeah. So I'm just like, I kind of just want to get rid of that page altogether and just really focus on my um, 
my new photography page. Mm-hmm. I, I would love to just be off social media altogether. I know. That would be great. But it's just too hard in this, like, this time. Like, social media yeah. drives everything these days. Yeah. <clears throat> Once I get fully booked, though, I'm definitely, I won't be up there. Mm-hmm. You won't see me. I will be a ghost. But so, like... You were using the Queen of Vacations. It was originally your vacate your travel page. Yeah, and you've been everywhere. I haven't been everywhere, but it's on my list. Well, you've been a lot. You've been a lot of places. So, like, okay, where? Name a couple places that you've been. Maybe like your top five, top top five places. I always count the places I've been more than once. Usually, it's my like top because I liked it enough to go back. Mm-hmm. So, Cambodia, Bali, Thailand, Colombia, Brazil, Mexico. Um, France. I would like to go back to Amsterdam. I don't love England. Um, England, like it's the whole country. I don't, <laughs> actually, I don't like love London. England. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't love London. I've been like three times. The third time, I finally like started to like it. Um, South Africa, love South Africa. I've been there three times. Wow. Yeah. For. A month, the first time, a month, the second time, two weeks, the third time. So, so what, when you travel to these places, like, what, did you just find, like, a really good deal or something, and then you go? Uh, that, and I just spend way too much money. <laughs> okay. So, okay, wait, before we get into your traveling, because I'm sure, like, people are like, well, how was she able to even do that? Because yeah. you worked for... Jessica Simpson. Yes, you work for Jessica So, okay, let me actually go back, like, go further back. So we, you and I, not only did we go to high school together, we went to college together. Yeah. We went to NC State. We both were in the College of Textiles program, right? Although I did not see you. Yeah, because I was ever. there. I was there for two years. I was studying apparel design, apparel management, and then mm-hmm. I was just like, I don't like this. I don't like that. I have to learn about polymers and all this other science <laughs> stuff i was like not into it He's so i the artsy stuff yeah i just wanted to, the design part yeah. and so i went and talked to my what do you call that Your advisor advisor and i was like i can't i don't want to do this so can i go into journalism or whatever mm-hmm. but you continued on and you did yeah. the program yeah. and then you graduated because i left nc state and ended up, i ended up going to meredith a couple of years okay. later okay. but and i graduated from meredith okay. um but i do you, remember you leaving i didn't know where you went yeah so. yeah i went to meredith um I studied French, which is so weird. But um, but you stayed, and you ended up getting a job with Jessica Simpson. Mm-hmm. So what tell like what was that? What was that about? Uh, so it was either design shoes or design dishwashers or tires. Oh wow, those were my options. Like and, job options? Yeah. And I was just like, and the both the, the well, the tires was in at least in Atlanta, like outside of Atlanta, but um, with Michelin. But Bosch is in the middle of nowhere, North Carolina, oh. and I was just like, absolutely not. Yeah. And then the guys that I would have been working with were like, absolutely not. <laughs> walking around on the factory floor, like seeing all the black people stare at me, like, oh, yeah, black lady walking with all these on. <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> And so I got an internship, um, I had an internship at Coach my junior year of college, and then my senior year of college, I got an internship with Hawkblade Studios, shout out to uh, Guy Marshall, I can say his whole name because he's kind of fabulous. Um, <laughs> he, if you guys know Fry Boots, you know Fry Boots. Yeah, I, yeah, had, a so I had a pair. He launched the women's line for Fry Boots. So wow. Fry Boots were actually like utilitarian yeah. men's work boots before... 
he turned it into a fashion line. Oh, wow. I didn't actually know that. Yeah. So he went from like Fat Farm to Fry Boots. And then he left New York, moved to North Carolina. He was super fine. Super. He's still, he's probably still super fine. <laughs> and so he came and talked to the students. And I was like, Mr. Super Fine, Guy Marshall, can you give me a job so I can <laughs> stare at you all day? Um, and he gave me an internship because he actually was opening an office in North Carolina while he was still satellite to New York and Korea. And that kind of started me. He got me a job at Baby Fat. I turned him down because they offered me $33,000 in New York, which... Yeah, that won't even pay your, like... Nothing. <laughs> like your taxi bill. <laughs> that won't get my Metro card. Yeah, so ended up at a place called Me Too, and then ended up going from Me Too to Comedo Group, which was Jessica Simpson, and I mm-hmm. stayed there for eight years, and they treated me great. They doubled my salary the first year wow. I was there. Yeah. So you got to actually work with Jessica Simpson? Did she ever come in? I've met her twice. I mean, I think, no, I met her once. I've met her mom like two or three times. Her mom was like, she ran the whole business. Oh, okay. Yeah, her mom's amazing. Uh, but yeah, there, she, I don't really have, because I was um, second tier. So you have first tier, second tier. First tier is your full price stores, your department stores like Nordstrom, Belts, Dillard's. Um, and I was second tier, which is Kohl's, Marshall's, Target, TJ Maxx, um, Nordstrom Rack, places like that. So mm-hmm. by the time it gets to me, like Jessica doesn't care anymore. Mm-hmm. So, but we also drove the majority of the business. So when I started, when I started, I was over maybe like five million by the time I finished it was 30 million dollars wow on you did that or your team or whatever? My, my team so I the team was me and like one other person and I was the assistant designer and then he actually got poached to go to the Jessica first tier team I stayed in the private label second tier team um, and grew that team from like two people to 30 people wow yeah and then they let me go. Wait, they let you go? They let me go. Well, Why? Well, Vince died. R.I.P. Uncle Vinny. Oh. Yeah. It was, we all cried. Like, it was standing room only at his funeral. And he actually invited the employees. Like, we went, like, wow. Jessica was there. Tommy Hilfiger carried his casket down the aisle. Oh, like so sweet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he passed away. His adult kids didn't want the business. His younger kids were too young to take over the business. Um, so DSW bought it. And then when they bought it, it was just like, ugh. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So I actually got out before the deal went through, which was a godsend because I got eight years of severance. And oh. people, yeah, people that were there after got no severance. They said, it's a new business. Like, I'm talking people with 20 years in the business, a million dollar salary. So you're talking like millions in severance that they're just like, no, we don't have to pay you anything. Legally, we don't owe you anything. Whoa. Yeah. So you were really lucky that they let you go then? Yeah. Yeah. And I moved back to North Carolina and started a whole new life. So when you were working, because I remember you said that you lived in China a lot, Mm -hmm. right? Because... How, how much time did you spend in China? It was like New York and China, right? Yeah. So the first two years of my career was six months home, six months in China. So one month on, one month off, back and forth. Wow. For two years straight. And then when I went to Commuter Group, it started as like 
three weeks out and then seven weeks or three weeks gone and then five weeks home, three weeks gone, five weeks home. And then it got shorter and shorter. So it'd be two weeks gone, six weeks home, and then one week gone, seven weeks home. But it was always six times a year, so every other month. Wow. And then in between that, I would go to L.A. and sometimes London or Montreal. Good gosh. Yeah. yeah. So one year I spent 200 hours in the air. Oh, my goodness. So are you fluent in uh, Mandarin? No, but you could say some phrases because I saw something on your yeah one of your your yeah. social media. I think it was probably Instagram. You're like, "What's wrong with Wait, wait, say it again. <laughs> say it again. Do it again. I just said, "Yeah, I speak Chinese." Okay, there you go. Because yeah. my niece, my niece studied Chinese for like a little while. I don't know if she knows anything still, but um, well, Mandarin. I should be specific because yeah. there's like several languages in yeah, Chinese, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I also speak Mandarin, which I said actually, "Putonghua" is not Chinese. It's actually Chinese for Mandarin. Because oh. Chinese in, is it Zhonghua? I don't remember the word for Chinese, so I don't actually, mm-hmm. I didn't speak it, so I never learned the word for it. Yeah. Well, that's still cool that you got to spend so much time in China. and yeah. It's probably a total, like, five years if you lump it all together. Goodness. Yeah. Did you have your own apartment over there? I did. I loved it. It was beautiful. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I had about 1,200 square feet to myself, penthouse, yeah, washer dryer made, two bathroom. It was it was so great. Walking distance from my job, swimming pool, gym. I loved it. Wow. I cried when they told me I had to come home. I cried for a week straight. Anytime, so, so are you, I we heard you're leaving. Don't ask me. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah, and they let me go a month after I got back home. Wow. I was like in the office like, what am I supposed to be doing? Oh. And then they're like, you can go actually. So you had like clothes and everything in your um, China China oh God, apartment? so many clothes. There was nothing for me to do. So I was like in H&M every other day just buying shit. Wow. It was so bad. Or like I'd go to Hong Kong and like just go shopping. I've always wanted to go to Hong Kong. That's so cool. I've that been you're there like... like 20 times. Wow. Yeah. What would you, would you like... For travelers who want to go to China, what would you suggest or not tell- be American? Because <laughs> I don't think you can. <laughs> so how did you get away with it? Because it was just too long ago. It was a, yeah, it was a long time ago. Well, any pre-pandemic, you're fine, but you know our government just just fucked us basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also I had a work visa, so the visas were ten years. It's hmm. so like once I get a visa, I could just go. And once you have a visa, nobody questions you why you're going because hmm. you have your visa. But it's just getting the visa that's the issue. So somebody has to invite you, write a letter to, you know, the government. You have to put that in with your um, visa application and yada, yada, yada. Wow. Yeah. I didn't realize it was Yeah, like... it's not an easy visa. It's not just like go drop your passport off and get a stamp and then that's it. It's like you actually have to have a reason to go there. You have to prove it. They review documents and then you get a visa or you don't. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's such a cool experience to have, you know, to say like practically that you lived in China for five years in a lump. You know what I'm saying? You lumped it all together. Um, That's like, that's really awesome. If it was a little bit later, like I could actually call, they're all asleep. I'm like, I could call somebody and be like, hey, I want a podcast. Say something. (laughs) And they'd be like, whatever. I don't even want to be like rude or racist. (laughs) I don't want to be rude or racist. Yeah, I don't think you should be rude or racist. Yeah, let me... You know, me not because you know as an actor we just play around and say shit. I don't want to offend anybody. So um, like, do you know what the fuck? 
Fuck you, Jen. I know. <laughs> totally, totally. You think you're just making up sounds and you're actually like your mother's fucking a goat. Oh my god. <laughs> right. So that's a cautionary, cautionary tale. Don't don't make weird noises if you're trying to like pretend to say something in a different language because you never Although, know what you're saying. I do have a friend who used to travel with. You know, he's been to China. He was maybe like ten years older than me, so he's been to China even way more than I had. And he would call me at the hotel when we'd be over there, and he'd just like, you know, say just the most random things like, Did she find it at how? And I'd be like, What? What? And he'd just like keep talking. And this was before I really spoke Chinese, like before I lived there and took lessons every single day. And so I was just like, I don't understand you. I don't, this English, you have to speak English. And then he would finally be like, it's Carlos. Hey. And I'm like, oh my God. Like he would totally have me. Like I would totally think that he was actually a Chinese person. Wow. That's awesome. And he wasn't. Yeah. Well, that's just still really cool. I mean, you lived in China, you worked for Jessica Simpson and then you left the company and then you just were like, I'm going to travel the world. <laughs> right. Is that what yeah. you did? I, that's what I did until I got these really crazy raging headaches. And then I had to stop after like three months of traveling. Why? Because it was just changing time zones and stuff? No. What was going on? I mean, it's if you want to talk so about it. So silly. What? I got my hair braided in South Africa. And the, there are different weights for hair. I didn't know this. So I brought my hair with me to South Africa the first two times I got it braided. Then I ran out. And then they braided it um the last time using hair that I sourced from there, which was a lower quality, heavier hair. Oh, no. And then I got it braided down to my knees. <gasps> and then they put way too much in it. Because I have a lot of hair. And then when you try to add extensions, if you don't know what you're doing, you can add so much hair to my head. Oh, wow. Because it's just, I have a big head with a lot of hair. <laughs> and so they, they put way too much hair. And then I was going swimming. And so it just, like, my neck got jacked up. Oh, no. And it just, the pain just radiated from here. And, like, so, yeah, I was I was down for about a year. I couldn't work. I couldn't do anything. Yeah, just I couldn't concentrate. Hands. Like, yeah. I tried to do jury. Well, I didn't try to do jury duty. <laughs> they tried to get me to do jury duty. And I was like, I can't see straight, think straight. Like, I can't follow conversations. Like, I need, I basically need an eye patch half the time. I never wore one because it didn't really help that much. Mm -hmm. If it felt that bad, I would literally just go to sleep. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, like, I napped my way through 2019. Wow. Yeah. And then... That's wild. I started to feel a little bit better, and I was going to start traveling again. And then the panini. Yeah. <laughs> the panini. Right. Totally. Yeah. We know what happened after that. Yeah. Um, wow. So... Well, it was actually good, though. I was spending, I was hemorrhaging money. Wow. Just doing all the things I ever wanted to do. You were you were having a good time. Were you photographing everything while you were there, too? Because you, you had amazing was, photos. Yeah, I was. I only hired a photographer once, and that was in the Philippines, because I had, the, like, the flowy dress picture. Yeah. <laughs> that everybody has one that was a travel influencer between 2018 and now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I either took the pictures myself or just asked the stranger, this is going to be a stereotypical or rude, but if you need pictures on vacation, ask an Asian person. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because they'll just be like, okay. No. Well, stereotypically, and I say this having lived in China and traveled all over Asia, 
They love pictures. Hmm. They, if you ever like, if you are not Asian, because you'll blend in, obviously, if you're Asian. But if you're not Asian and you travel to some place like China, and the more rural you get, because like in the big cities—Shanghai, Beijing, Hong Kong—it's not going to happen because they see tons of people from all over the world. But if you go to a small town where they don't see anybody that doesn't look like them, you're going to get hounded for pictures. So wow! Like, picture? And they will hand you their baby. Like, wow. take a picture with the, the weird person, the Lao Wai, which means, like, outsider. Oh, wow. Like, take a picture with Lao Wai. And so you just are in so many Asian people's oh, homes, I'm, probably, I'm and framed. So <laughs> many Facebook pages. And mantles, yeah. like a framed picture of Samantha with, like, their Beyonce, baby. Beyonce, Beyonce. <laughs> they definitely thought it was Beyonce one time, and I was like, oh, this is great, sure, yeah. You're like, yeah, Beyonce. yeah, yeah, sure. Put Rihanna me, while you're at put it. Put me like, in the Ritz-Carlton <laughs> while you're at it. <laughs> I did stay in some nice hotels. That was one of the perks of work and travel. Mm-hmm. I was definitely spoiled. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't miss that life because I, I love the life that I have now, but that was like, it was like lamb chops every single night. Wow. That's how it is when you're like working as a working actor and they fly you to set mm-hmm. and stuff. They take care of all that. They give you per diem and you can, and they put you, you up in have, a nice. You don't have the life yeah. for like. Not having a life is so nice. Yeah, yeah. And you don't have to do a dish. You're just in a nice hotel. Bed. Yeah, like they, they clean it for you. It's like magic, like ding. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty. Um, it's pretty nice to yeah. work and travel. But wow, I mean, like you just have. I feel like you have so many experiences, and so then you left or you stopped because you're massive headaches from the hair extensions. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then. Um, I feel like that's like a skit, you know? It's so... I got my I hair was, braided in South Africa and have headaches for the th- and, next And what's years. crazy is it took me $5,000 in medical bills to figure out that it was my braids. Wow. Yeah. So if you are uninsured, get travel insurance and just instead of whatever $200 you would spend at the doctor, just buy a flight, go somewhere that you know has reputable doctors and just... Do it there. Oh. Hmm. So I got my MRI done in Grand Cayman. Oh, yeah. I've been there. I used to go a lot, actually. Yeah. So Grand Cayman, fantabulous doctors, because it's a banking island. They're all super duper rich. So yeah. went there to make sure that, like, I didn't have a brain tumor. So I'm like, I've had a headache for a year. Like, I want to make sure I'm not dying. And the doctor looked at me after, like, doing the MRI, and he was like, you're fine. Just, like, relax. Change your lifestyle. I was like... I, I don't work. I sit on the beach all day. Like, how travel. much more relaxed am I supposed to be, sir? Like, oh that God. is not the answer. But thank you for telling me I'm not dying. And I can expense this $800 MRI. <laughs> yeah. And I don't have to pay. So I, I spent $5,000, but I got all of that money back through mm-hmm. travel insurance. Mm-hmm. But if I had done all of that, so I got my my... CAT scan and x-rays done in Columbia and my eye scan and like I thought it was a sinus infection at first so got all that done in Columbia had to get more x-rays done in Brazil so I went from I went from South Africa to Jamaica Jamaica is when I got the headaches stayed in Jamaica for a month and then they would come and go come and go and then I went to Brazil stayed there for about a month and they would come and go, come and go. Um, or no, went to Colombia for a week and then went to Brazil for a month. And I literally got a headache that, it wasn't that it was so much worse than all the other ones, 
but I was just over it. Mm-hmm. And so I had a friend um, that worked for the airlines, and I called him, and I was like, I'm on the way to the airport. I don't have a flight. I need one. And he's like, I'm at the doctor. I can't do it. I was like, you have 45 minutes to get to your computer and book me a flight. Wow. <laughs> Oh my goodness! So he, I was, I was just so over it. I was just, it was like three months of just being in pain, and he booked me a flight, and I was home, and I stayed in Atlanta for the first month, um, and my brothers, because I was like, I still don't have a job, I still don't, I don't have any place to live because I got rid of everything to travel. So I was like, I'll just like go see my friends and family. I can't work because I have a headache every day, so. Um, did that for a little while, just bounced around and visited people. I went up to Baltimore. My friend had a baby, stayed with the baby for the first month. So like this Aww. baby like loves me so much. He's still, he's three years old. He doesn't know why he loves me so much. It's like, Aww. you don't know that you spent the first month of your life with me. Oh, that's so sweet. Like mom was still like click, click, click working. Like you were just with me Aww. during the daytime. Yeah. That's so, so sweet. Yeah. Wow. So like, you just took a break from that. So how, what made the transition into photography? Um, I had all these pictures from traveling and as much as I was taking pictures of myself, I still was taking pictures of just things that I saw and I love people. So I would just take pictures of people that I saw. And I started to go through and realize that I had a collection um, and I couldn't work for anybody. Um, I made stupid money in New York. Nobody's paying me that amount of money in North Carolina. Like, mm-hmm. it's just unless I work for myself. Like it's just not going to happen at a job unless I'm a tenure professor at Duke. You know, yeah. um, which would take me another thirty years to get to. Cause, right. Because I'm only twenty eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna go with that. <laughs> um, so I had a mentor, one of my one of my footwear mentors, who's also he always encouraged me to just diversify and I never listened to him I was like but shoes is great um but I still would as much as I didn't take heed to what he said I would still ask him shit and so I just was talking to him one day randomly I don't even know why we were talking but I was like oh, I don't know what I'm gonna do <laughs> and he was like why don't you take pictures of other people stupid and you have all these great pictures of yourself you can take pictures of other people and I was like oh I could actually do that yeah and then I just I started reaching out to people in the community I started volunteering different events so black farmers market was like a big big like help push exposure all that mm-hmm. they were great um, it was a way to be outside in the community doing something important for an important cause safely during the pandemic um, and it just like got me in front of a lot of people. Um, I met a lot of people that I'm still really good friends with um, three years later. So that really helped. And then it just kind of I got started getting shows, which I don't know how the hell that happens. Because you're good. That's how it happened. Yeah. but it, you don't, And word of mouth, you know, like people yeah. are like, oh, you know, I work with this, you know. Community is everything. Like mm-hmm. everything I've gotten is because of community, like. It, you can be the most talented person in the world, but if you have no people, people skills. Yeah, because networking and whatnot. Networking is so important. Mm-hmm. People give opportunities and work with people that they like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just facts. Yeah. Yeah, that's like a good good lesson for people who are doing it on their own and aren't out there networking. Yeah. And stuff. Nothing's ever done on your own. Like you, everything you do is because you push. Like nobody else is going to push your stuff for you or push your business forward. But 
you always need like a hand reaching down or sideways to like help you but you know mm-hmm. if they're they're not gonna drag dead weight right yeah like you still have to climb and help yourself but there is somebody that will help give you that boost um which is how i got as far as i've gotten so far yeah yeah so like would you get what what advice would you give to people who are interested in like becoming photographers and stuff or would you give advice i would i have lots of advice um don't spend a lot of money photography can be very very expensive very um do what you can with with what you got buy used gear shoot everything shoot your friends and family like even if they don't like it just do it (laughs) um because they'll forgive you but uh yeah and just like tell also like tell everybody what you do Mm -hmm. like don't if you don't tell people they won't know like a lot of jobs I get, it's because my mom literally tells everyone, my daughter does pictures. It's like this person needs it. Like I got a, I got a two thousand dollar gig at Duke. Wow. Because my mom did this lady's taxes and was like, my daughter does pictures, and she was like, oh, I have a symposium coming up at the, what's that G building? What's that building? That new arts building? I don't know. It's not the Gans Award. It's not. That's a hotel in New York. Um, not the Guggenheim, <laughs> also in New York. Uh, Glan- it, Glanville? I don't know why I'm no. thinking Ville, something Ville. No, it's going to come to me in like 37 minutes. I'm going to respond again. But yeah, it, at that, at their new arts building. And so, yeah, just tell everybody what you do. Don't mm-hmm. be ashamed or not ashamed, but shy. Don't be shy. Mm-hmm. Like, you might think, oh, I'm bothering people or I'm annoying people. Like, no, you're not. Yeah. 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 I mean, I feel like that's 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 how it is with any kind of arts field. Like, you want people to know what you're doing. And, um, yeah, I mean, you're great. I see you all. I see you everywhere, <laughs> you know. And, you know, you've you've done a lot for me. What's that? Was that like a... That was a horn. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Was that like a, a ice cream truck that just went by? <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, you've done a lot for me, and um, yeah, I mean, you're you're fantastic. You you clearly like like Mary had said, like you're the one walking around with your art book, and then you're still walking around with your art book. You yeah. know? Yeah. So it's it's really cool that. Yeah, I had pottery class this morning. There you go. Did yeah. you really? I did. Oh my yeah. goodness, that's so fun. I am an old white lady at heart. <laughs> I used to take pottery too. It's fun. It's like relaxing because you. Get to do the like. I'm not doing the wheel. Oh really? That's not relaxing for me. Oh, I love the wheel. So wait, how are you doing it then? Um, I'm hand building. I'm much more a hand. So you mold it with your hands. Yes, I'm doing. I'm doing foil foils now. Mm -hmm. I don't even. I like slab, but slab just it seems it's so fast. Mm -hmm. Whereas I actually want to feel like I'm sculpting the pottery. So. It's a, it's similar to the wheel. It's just way slower. But I'm also making like a five gallon bowl, which I could not. It's it's gonna take two whole containers of clay just to make one bowl. Wow. Which I wouldn't be able to do on the wheel. It'd just be like too much clay on the wheel, mm-hmm. and it will also be too thin. I wouldn't be able to like tote it around the garden if something falls on it. It's it's done. Yeah. So I needed to be like 
real sturdy. Yeah, and wow. I also just need to go buy pots at Home Goods because it's expensive. Yeah, they are. And I've I've looked at pots, like the big clay pots, and they are very expensive. No, I mean to make them, they're just they're just as expensive to make yeah. as they are to buy. Yeah. So you might as well just buy it. Just buy it. Wow. So I'm I'm more so doing it just to have the experience versus I thought I was doing it to like save money. Never. Nothing handmade ever saves money. Yeah. Including like gardening. Like gardening yeah. the first five years does not save you any money. No, not at all. <laughs> not like the literally not at all. tastes great, but it does not save you any no. money. No. You start saving money once you're like a few years in. And, yeah, and you have all the, the materials. Yeah, all the, the seeds soil. and the soil. Yeah, all that. Yeah. But um, yeah. Well, I think we could probably talk for hours about just could. life and art. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go ahead and wrap this episode up, but um, I really appreciate you coming mm-hmm. on and chatting with me. Um, if you would please go to my website, it's nicole-burgess.com. I've got links to a variety of different uh, products. I've got links to seeds, I've got links to my book, and then you can check out my shop, my page, which has links to different edits that I've curated for just different products and different, uh, different things. Like if you're interested in books, I have a recommended books. If you're interested in gardening supplies and gardening products, I have that there. Um, and as well, please check out Samantha and all of her social media and her websites. If you would please give your handle and your uh, websites. So the shooting beauty, so the T-H-E, shooting beauty, um, across everything. Yeah. And then my just, if you Google my full name, Samantha Everett, don't forget the E, E-V-E-R-E-T-T-E. And I am like... So public, it's kind of scary. You have a website too, right? I do, which is just my name.com. So SamanthaEverett.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, if you are looking for a photographer, please check her out. She's amazing. Like we were talking about or discussing earlier in the episode, she did my wedding photos and they came out phenomenal. And I'm going to buy a book <laughs> and all the framed photos. And I'm so excited. So, um, but yeah, once again, thank you for joining me and thank you for joining me. Um, and we'll see you in the next episode. <laughs>